Welcome to the mind of Mr. Krizzle, the only place where the world makes sense. Join me, your host, Mr. Krizzle, as we embark on another journey through a mind so full of ideas that it takes a weekly podcast to let them out. With a shake and a sizzle, it's the mind of Mr. Krizzle. If it rings or if it drizzles, it's still the Find a Mr. Grizzle with a pop and a fizzle, make a statue with the chisel. It's all the same in the mind of Mr. Grizzle. I drink a lot of water, now I gotta take a whistle. Where's the bathroom in the mind of Mr. Grizzle? Now we're here, and I'm for Rizzle. It's the mind of Mr. Grizzle. Woo wee! What an act to follow from last week's podcast. I still can't believe that I was able to get retired Spurs player Tim Duncan to do a podcast with me. For those of you who didn't hear last week's episode, um, he likes to eat at the same sushi place that my wife and I go to, and I finally went up to him and talked to him a little bit. I told him about the podcast, and he agreed to come on, and we did our little interview, and you know, I just hope that you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing it. It was a little different because, you know, he doesn't talk very much. If you guys know Tim Duncan, you see him in interviews. He's a man of few words, but he had a lot of really great things to say and a lot of motivational things to say. So I hope you guys were able to pick up last week's podcast and enjoy that as much as I enjoyed it. I'm just kidding. I didn't do a podcast last week. So if you guys are freaking out like, what the heck? I I didn't hear that episode. And then you're going through your browser and looking for it. It's not there because I didn't do one. Why didn't I do one? Well, last week, I just was um, caught up with a bunch of things. I was, I was playing catch-up. Uh, I've watched every episode of The Office once, the American version, on Netflix a couple years ago. And I got into watching it again because I just wanted to watch some lighthearted silliness. And I got so engrossed in watching every episode again that on the Nice Out podcast, I was like, nah, I just I just want to keep watching The Office. And then there was that. And then I had a, a bunch of movies that I had on a list to watch. And the list was just getting longer and longer without me actually watching those movies. So I spent a couple nights to clean up some of those and uh, shorten that list a little bit just to add more on there later. So I just got busy last week and I knew that Thanksgiving was going to be coming up this week and I wanted to make sure that I was charged and ready to have some stuff to share with you, which I do tonight. In fact, um, I was kind of making a list of things I wanted to go over and I'm hoping that this episode isn't too long. Um, There are a lot of things I want to go through, but hey, you know what? I'm thinking tomorrow's Thanksgiving. You guys are going to be eating lots of food. You're going to be tired and you're just going to want to sit down and relax and maybe we'll have a nice long episode to listen to. So without further ado, let's get into episode 11 of the mind of Mr. Krizzle. If you're wondering if it's lame or if it's groovy, here's the segment where I share a review of a movie. If you like Despicable Me or even Minions, I didn't, but that's okay. It's just my opinion on the show. Don't you know? That's my opinion. All right, so let's just get into it. Usually my wife and I go and see a movie every Saturday night. It's kind of been our tradition. But something about this daylight savings time and it getting darker earlier, um, it's just... 
we just find ourselves tired a lot because we think it's a lot later than it is. So we've kind of shirked our duties as uh, moviegoers on the weekend for a couple weeks. But this weekend, we decided to get back into it with the vengeance. Instead of just seeing a movie on Saturday night, we also saw a movie on Friday. So what did we see, you ask? Well, on Friday, I thought it was high time that we finally saw Thor Ragnarok. Um, I'm a huge Marvel fan, as I've talked about in other episodes, and that movie had been out for a couple weeks, and I still hadn't seen it, and I was starting to think, okay, there could be some spoilers on this, so we need to get down, and we need to, we need to go watch this. So I went and saw it, and spoiler alert, it was awesome. We loved it. If you're a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, you're really going to like Thor Ragnarok. Um, it's got a lot of action in it, but it's got a lot of humor in it. It's kind of funny, and uh, as, as I said earlier, you know, I was watching The Office, rewatching it, uh, because I just felt like I just needed some lighthearted, uh, funniness to watch. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the world and sometimes it's good to just kind of forget about those things and just laugh a bit. And there's a lot of laughter in Thor Ragnarok. Um, I don't want to give you any like spoilers about it, but I'd say if you're even remotely interested in the movie and you haven't, um, actually seen it yet, go out and watch it. I think you'll really like it. So right after we watched that, however, on Saturday, we went and saw the new Justice League movie. Now, um, as I said, you know, I do like Marvel more than DC, but I'm still, you know, a fan of comic books and and things like that. So I still was somewhat excited to go see Justice League. But um, in my opinion, and again, this is just my opinion, you know, people can disagree with me. That's okay. In fact, I encourage you to disagree with me. And the way you can do that is by emailing me at mindofmrkrizzle at gmail.com. You can leave a comment in the Facebook uh, page or the Facebook group for the podcast, which is called Krizlet's Corner. And I'm going to be setting up a... Um, probably a Twitter page for it so we can start doing some like hashtags and stuff. Uh, nah, it sounds lame. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, this is what I thought about Justice League. I thought it was pretty much the same as all the other DC movies uh, with the exception of Wonder Woman, which I truly feel is the best uh, movie of the DC extended universe. Um, something about Wonder Woman. It was just, it was just great all around. And I thought because that movie was such a success and they really just aced it in, um, interesting story and character development and humor and action, I thought that they were going to be able to do a little bit better with Justice League, but I kind of felt like they just, I don't know, like it just seemed a lot like Batman v Superman and Man of Steel and those other ones, which, you know, I didn't think were horrible movies. I just thought that they were you know, regular movies. They were just all right. That's kind of how I felt about Justice League. It was cool to see some of these characters for the first time, like Aquaman and Cyborg and Flash. I know when uh, Aquaman was on screen, my wife forgot to breathe a couple times, but that's all right because I probably did that in Wonder Woman too. So who cares? Uh, anyway, yeah, Justice League was good. It, I think if I had to compare the two, um, Thor, Thor Ragnarok and Justice League, um, and that probably is an unfair comparison because they are two different types of movies. But if I had to compare the two, I think Thor Ragnarok was a much more enjoyable movie than Justice League was. Something that really stood out to me was they really made a conscious effort in Justice League to have have more humor in it than normal DC movies. And Flash was kind of the character that was the comic relief. And it was interesting because there's so many parts in the movies where he makes jokes and uh, he tries to lighten up the mood. And 
I didn't hear anybody in the theater laugh. There was maybe one joke that I actually heard people laugh at in the theater. In fact, there was even one point where my wife kind of leaned over to me and she whispered that he was just getting annoying to her. Um, which kind of made me inside think like, oh, that sucks. Because a lot of the stuff Flash was saying, I was thinking like, oh, I would have definitely said that in the moment. So, you know, but she calls me annoying all the time. So I guess it is what it is. But with Thor Ragnarok, when jokes were happening, when the comedy was happening, everybody in the theater was laughing out loud. So it was real interesting to, you know, to see the difference between the two movies when it came to comedic performance. And I don't really know why that is maybe it's just kind of the tone that the dc movie sent uh the the color scheme is even kind of darker the kind of muted it, it seems like it could be more colorful but i think they purposefully make it look a little darker for the the tone and marvel goes the complete opposite everything is very colorful bright and vibrant so maybe that's that kind of sets the mood for um laughter versus taking things seriously uh, but then I see like Wonder Woman and I'm like, you guys know what you, you guys know how to do this. Why why didn't you do this for Justice League? But either way, if you guys are looking for movies to go see um, this Thanksgiving, I've seen both of those and they're good. So if you haven't seen them already, go and check them out. And I think that you will enjoy it. So that's, I guess, my re movie review. Maybe I'll do a... Um, you know what? I'm going to do a new jingle, folks. So let me pause this. I'm going to do a jingle. You're going to hear it right before this. So you would have already heard the new jingle. But just know that in the moment, I've decided to create a new jingle. I just have to figure out what this section is going to be called. Um, I'll figure it out. And you have already heard it in the jingle. Wasn't that great? That was a pretty good title for this for this segment, huh? Anyway, um, this segment's over, so let's end with that jingle as well and move on to the next part of this wonderful episode 11. It's Thanksgiving, y'all. If you're wondering if it's lame or if it's groovy, here's the segment where I share a review of a movie if you like Despicable Me or even minions i didn't but that's okay it's just my opinion on the show don't you know that's my opinion so i'm recording this episode on thanksgiving eve and what kind of thanksgiving episode would this be without taking a little bit of time out to talk about the things i'm thankful for as mentioned on other episodes, one of our Thanksgiving traditions in my family is to go around the dinner table and each of us to talk about things that we're thankful for. Often it ends in tears and emotions running high. Good ones, for the most part. And, um, you know, people just having an opportunity to share with the people that they love the things that they're thankful for. Uh, so, without further ado, let's get into the next segment, which is Try for Thanks. Remember, it's called Try for Thanks because I think every day we should try to find things that we're thankful for. So, without further ado, here we go. Thanks for all the earth and sky, the air we breathe, the birds that fly. Now it's time to give a try for thanks. Thanks. So, I want to start off first by saying... Thank you to all the listeners out there, all the Chrislets. You guys don't know how much it means to me that you take the time out to listen to these episodes. Uh, many of you have said you've listened to them on drives to work or when you get some free time around the house. And it really means a lot to me. It really wasn't until this week that I think I really appreciated it to the extent that I do now because I got a lot of 
concerned Chrislet's messaging me saying, hey, what happened with uh, this week's episode? Where is it? Are you okay? Is everything going all right? And everything was. Just Sometimes you just need to just relax a little bit and not do anything. And I do love uh, creating these episodes, but it takes a lot of time to do. You guys may be listening to an hour and an hour and a half of content, but it's taken three to four hours to make. I know that sounds crazy. Like, dude, all you do is just talk into a mic. But when you're trying to convey ideas and messages without saying a lot of uh or um or repeating yourself it gets kind of hard to do especially when you're just by yourself and you're talking so there's some editing that goes along um it seems like every week there's a new jingle so i've got to record that i just love those bumpers i like making them and um so it takes some time to do so last week you know like i said i just i uh, i wanted to do some other things and just hearing the feedback and the concern of of you Chrislets out there saying, hey, what's going on with this episode? It really kind of invigorated me and got me excited to do this week again. So I just want to say thank thank you so much for that. Um, I want to especially thank my wife who, you know, I'm a grown man and I go and I and I tell her, hey, I'm going to start my podcast now, so don't bother me. And she's always like, okay, no problem. And um, it's just, it's kind of silly to me that I get to do this, that I have the the wife that allows me to take on this hobby and to do something that I enjoy doing, doing something that allows me to be creative and to get some of my thoughts out there. Uh, It's really nice to have a supportive wife because I I hear, you know, there's a lot of jokes on TV and in movies and even, you know, around work or something, you might hear how marriage is so hard and you've always got this person who's nagging or telling you what you should and shouldn't do. And I just don't have that kind of relationship with my wife. She's always been supportive of the things that I've enjoyed doing and as I have uh, for her. And even though we don't, um, you know, we don't necessarily have the same interests or the same uh, hobbies that we enjoy, we we respect the fact that the other person does and we get excited when they do it. I mean, my wife loves purses. She's always has from a young age. So she likes to look at them. She likes to learn about them. She likes to stock them online. And um, it's something that brings her a lot of joy. So she'll talk with me, you know, about things that she found out online and I'll sit there and listen. And then at the same token, I'll be talking to her about a video game that she probably has no interest in at all. And uh, but she's a great listener and she hears me out. So I'm very thankful that we have that relationship and that she allows me to do this without making fun of me or teasing me. And she's always supportive. So I appreciate that. I I also um, want to say as far as listening goes, I'm very thankful for my mother. You know, from a very early age, she's always encouraged me to be creative. And being a performer herself, she has kind of fostered that love of performing in me. And uh, that's basically what I'm doing. I'm getting on these episodes and I'm playing you guys songs and I'm trying to make my thoughts entertaining. So you have something to just kind of listen to and just relax to a little bit. And uh, I know that's because of her. One thing that we've always done is we'll get into these long discussions where we'll talk about a variety of things from politics to religion to just other thoughts that we have about the world. And oftentimes we will find ourselves uh, thinking the opposite from one another and having these differences of ideas. And even though we may get passionate about the things that we talk about um, and we may disagree on some points, 
I really enjoy having these discussions because it's a comfortable space where you can say what you really believe and you don't have to feel like the other person's judging you or that it's going to cause anger or resentment. Um, we really will listen to each other's ideas and it kind of inspired me to not be afraid to share the things that I believe in um, on these episodes or with other people that I talk with. You know, be true to what you believe in, but also be open-minded to other people's ideas because there's been many conversations that I've had with my mom where... Um, Either her or I will have opposing ideas, but one of us can actually kind of let the other see something that we may have not seen before. And that's kind of come over into this podcast. And I love to have my friends on who may not think exactly like I do or may have a different life situation than I do. And we can still talk with each other and be civil and have differences differences of opinions. And uh, I really love that. And that's because of my mommy. And then last, I want to... Uh, just thank my friends. You know, thanks to all of you who tell others about it. You know, when we first started uh, this journey together, it was just me and, you know, close friends that I knew. And over time, I've actually seen it grow. I've seen you guys share these with others. And um, to kind of, you know, it's it's kind of tricky when you share things with others because you're kind of putting a stamp of approval on it. And if somebody else doesn't like it, then they kind of look at you and they're like, oh, you actually like that? Like, that's not even good. So the fact that you guys uh, are willing to share these episodes and I talk to your friends about it who don't even know who I am and and to suggest for them to listen to this it really means a lot to me and I'm thankful for that um, because you know sometimes it's it's kind of scary to put yourself out there for strangers to hear and you open yourself up to criticisms and judgments but uh, but I'm okay with that and I and I think that there should be more conversation out there there should be opinions being expressed that aren't um, just yelling at others and trying to prove your point. I think if you spend more time maybe sharing an opinion instead of uh, forcing it down someone else's throat, others are more open-minded to it and they actually listen to you. Uh, and I love the feedback that I get from you guys when um, you have differences of opinion that I've shared. And I like to take that and apply it into my own lives. Uh, like, for example, I talked about earlier how I just love Christmas so much and I want the season to start in July if possible. And many of you are like, no, no, let Christmas be in its month. We're doing Thanksgiving. And, you know, I, I talked with some of you online about what it was that you had a problem with, why Christmas would be celebrated early. And I got a lot of great viewpoints on that that I hadn't even considered or thought of before. And it's kind of made me be more um, accepting when people want to act like Scrooge's by saying that they don't want to be hearing Christmas music before Thanksgiving because I just cannot wait to listen to it. Now I kind of get it. Yeah, let's let's have Thanksgiving be its holiday and Christmas has been turned in such a marketable, retail-oriented holiday that, you know, a lot of you are are seeing Christmas in different eyes than I am and it's nice to have that conversation with you. So I am very thankful for my friends. Um not just the friends that listen, but I'm also thankful to the friends that I just have in real life. Uh, when you're a kid and your parents tell you, be careful who you uh, hang out with and be careful when you choose your friends. I think that maybe as a, as a kid, you don't really understand um, what they're trying to tell you. But as you get older, you really do kind of grasp that concept of you're as good as the people that you hang out with. Uh, and I'm just so grateful for the people that I hang out with now, um, the people that I choose to interact with, because 
it's it's such a source of positivity that you know can really help you it's it's nice to be inspired by others to see other successes and instead of thinking like uh like why do they have that success and I don't it instead motivates you to be better or to see hey you know what? if they can do it then I can do it <laughs> you know I admit that I often think like you know if that person can do it then I can definitely do it I mean uh maybe that sort of thinking is is more derogatory than I mean, but it's it's just nice to be around people who've made it. So you can kind of see that it's possible and you can go out there and you can achieve your dreams. Um, it's also nice to be around people who are struggling. Um, and what I mean by that is you can see that, you know what, they're struggling, but they still have the the courage and the the stubbornness or the drive to still get through it. And it's something that you can have whenever you're going through your own hard times have that example that you know while this person was struggling and it was hard for them to do it they they managed to do it and uh so i'm grateful for that and i would just implore you guys to really look at the people you're hanging out with think to yourself by each person that you hang out with think to yourself is this a person who's positive or is this a person who's negative and it's okay to have a couple negative friends but if you're finding yourself surrounded by more people who uh, may talk talk about others behind their back or they may not be quick to congratulate somebody who's done a good job or something or if you find that you're surrounding yourself with people who uh, may talk down about others like oh that person doesn't deserve this or that person doesn't deserve that really start to evaluate your life and see if uh, if those are people that you can do without because it's going to make such a difference in your own life if you are surrounding yourself with people who are positive and who want to see you succeed and who want to see others succeed. And if you can do that, it's going to make um, it's going to make a big difference in your life. And I know because I've I've seen both sides of that coin in my own life. So be thankful for those uh, people because I know I sure am, and they are a gift. Last, I want to talk about how thankful um, that I am that I get to have a hobby. And I know that I'm in a you know different situation than many of you. Like I said before, it's just my wife and I. We don't have any children. Uh, we do both work full time, though. And my job does take up pretty much the moment that um, I go to sleep to the moment that I wake up. That doesn't make sense because then that would be the time that I sleep. Um, it starts from the moment that I wake up to the moment that I go to sleep. In fact, when I do these episodes, I have to put my phone on do not disturb or I will be bothered with calls or texts for things that I have to take care of. And it can get overwhelming sometimes. And I can only imagine how hard it is to do that. And then on top of that, have uh, children and family obligations that you have to deal with. And uh, But having a hobby, at least for me in my life, has really allowed me to kind of relax from those stressful things, especially with my job, and kind of also to just focus on myself and the things that I find uh, enjoyable and the things that I that bring me happiness. Of course, my wife brings me tons of happiness and my family brings me happiness and my friends bring me happiness, but it's nice to have something that you can just have to yourself and have on your own and be able to be okay with spending time by yourself. Uh, and I have wonderful things that I can do with my hobbies. And that could be, you know, maybe strumming out a new song on my ukulele or doing these uh, podcast episodes or, you know, watching movies or reading books. Uh, whatever your hobby is or your interest is, 
I encourage you to keep doing it and find ways that you can just enjoy being yourself without worrying about what others might think. If your hobby is to collect toothpicks, go for it. If that brings you happiness, go for it. As long as it's not collecting um, other people's toenails, uh, I think you should be fine. You know what? If you're collecting other people's toenails and they're okay with it, then go for it. Why not? We, we should be having more happiness in the world, not making fun of others for their weirdness, because deep down, we all have weird things that we like. Uh, so find a hobby that you like. Don't be afraid to pursue it. Remember, everything is in balance. You know, don't give so much into your hobby that you're not paying attention to other priorities. Uh, but Truly find something that, that you like and that brings you happiness. And if you can encourage others to partake of it with you and, and that works out, then great. But if not, it's also okay to just have it be something that you like. But in the same token, remember that others, like if you're in a relationship or if you have children who like their hobbies, to not judge them for that and to help them and help them with that and to encourage them and in, in liking those things. If you want people to do that for you, you need to do it for them too. So I'm very thankful for my hobbies and for the joy that I get out of that and the fact that I get to do those things. I think I live a very um, blessed life where hashtag blessed, hashtag blessed, where I get to um, do the things I'd like to do and balance those with all the things that I hate doing. Like maybe my job, don't like the job. You got to do what you got to do, right? If you got a good hobby to balance it out, it's not so bad anymore. So those are the things that I'm thankful for. Maybe I'll share some of those around my dinner table, but mostly that's just for you listeners, for you Chrislets to get to hear the things that I'm thankful for. Thanks for all the earth and sky, the air we breathe, the birds that fly. Now it's time to give a try for thanks. Thanks. Now is the segment of the show where you have an Ask Fast or Fast Ask question that you sent to me either by emailing me at mindofmrchrizzle at gmail.com or going to the Facebook site, Chrizlet's Corner, and leaving those Fast Ask or Ask Fast questions there for me. So let's get into it. Ask Fast or Fast Ask, either way you say it's gonna be a blast. This week we have two fast ask or ask fast questions. That's okay because I didn't do one last week, so this will just make up for that. And since Thanksgiving is tomorrow, they are both Thanksgiving related. The first one is pumpkin pie or pecan. Well, I have to say if I need to choose between pumpkin pie or pecan, I'm going to choose pecan every time. I'm not really a fan of the pumpkin flavor. I know that that might be um, heresy because I'm hearsay. Hearsay or heresy? That might be hearsay. Hearsay. Well, I hearsay that I don't like the pumpkin flavor, even though I am white. And that seems to be something that white people love, according to the internet. I mean, pumpkin's all right, but this pumpkin spice lattes or pumpkin spice anything really, just not a fan of. I've never really had a... Uh, proclivity towards pumpkin flavored anything now i will eat it don't get me wrong i mean a pie is still a pie and i'll have myself some pumpkin pie if necessary but if there's a choice between that or pecan i'm gonna choose pecan every time speaking of words that i can't say right i noticed that uh, some people say pecan like pecan pie um or a pecan tree where i'm at it's pecan so if you say a little differently that's okay it's okay we're 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 all okay. This is a safe spot where we can all embrace our differences. But if you say pecan, that's just dumb. It's it's pecan. Uh, 
That's the fancy way, pecan. So I like pecan pie. Uh, there's a place here in Texas called Bill Miller's. I always get a little slice of pecan pie every time I get lunch there because it is so good. So I choose pecan pie. The second question, which I know you're dying to know, is turkey or ham? Now, traditionally, I would say that I always choose like a honeyed ham over a turkey. And I I think it's just I feel like ham is more flavorful. Um, it's a little moister than I've found with turkey. Mr. Crizzle here. I just want to break in real quick and recognize the fact that I know there's many of you out there who have uh, a very strong reaction to the word moist. So when I said moister, that probably really bothered you. Uh, some people really don't like the word moist, so I'll make sure that I don't keep saying moist out of respect for the chrysalids who hate to hear the word moist. So again, I apologize. I uh, moist make sure that I, I don't do that again. Moist. Continue with the show. Uh, but over the years, I've really started to enjoy turkey more because of the uh, sandwiches that can be made afterwards. I like a really good turkey sandwich. I also like a really good ham sandwich. But turkey has its place on Thanksgiving, and I'm down for eating turkey. But I think if I absolutely had to choose between the two, I'd probably choose ham every time. So I get that honeyed ham around Christmas time, which is a good trade-off. Uh, so those are the answers. We're going to go with the pecan pie with some ham. Um, baked into the pecan pie. That's probably the perfect... Ah, that's disgusting. Just saying it made me quiver. Uh, turkey is good, but ham I choose most. So those are your long answers to your fast questions for Ask Fast or Fast Ask segment. Ask Fast or Fast Ask Either way you say it's gonna be a blast As we start to come towards the end of this episode, so I'll have these moments sometimes where I go to talk and then it sounds like I have a stroke and I promise I'm not having a stroke. As we come to the end of this week's episode, that's what I tried to say, I wanted to share a little bit about what I did earlier this week. Uh, my brother-in-law lives in Houston, which is about three hours away, I guess, depending on how fast you drive. And it's always kind of a treat when he comes into town because uh, every time he does, we do like the touristy things. Um, you find those restaurants that we may not go to on a daily basis, those places that we definitely go, don't go to unless people are visiting from out of town. And um, so whenever he comes in, we always have an excuse to try a new place. Now, uh, something about my brother-in-law is he is an artist. He does great photography. Um, I've seen his paintings. He's just He's got this creative bug in him that I've always admired. And because of that, he tends to gravitate towards these um, kind of underground events that might happen uh, in and around town that my wife and I don't always get to notice because we're, I guess, more mainstream um, that way. It's also hard, you know, when you have the option to just stay in your stay inside in your pajamas and just kind of relax for the night. It's kind of hard to decide, yes, let's get dressed. Let's uh, drive 30 minutes into town, depending on what traffic is. And then uh, look for parking after we fight traffic and go to some event that we may or may not enjoy. 
But whenever he comes into town, we always get excited because we get to do those things. So this time when he came in, um, uh, we got to go to this place that we had been once before. It's it's really kind of a small little place, but it's really cool. It's called Hot Joy. It's in uh, the downtown San Antonio area. And they have, um, it's kind of have, it's like a, uh, I would say like a artistic hipstery film maybe. I don't know. Like there's really cool like decorations. It's kind of a cool atmosphere. It's got art on the uh, walls in the booth. Like the one we sat in this time. It had like Bruce Lee stuff on it. And their menu has all kinds of items with cool names. And we had gone once before. And on Monday nights they serve only ramen. So you're thinking ramen, what's that? Is that like top ramen? Yeah, it's like that. It's like that soup. It's got ramen noodles, except it's much fancier. Uh, they put in all different types of things in the ramen, depending on what type you get. They have different types of broth that you can get. Uh, so it's tasty. So this time when we went, I wasn't really in the mood for it because uh, quite frankly, like I don't really feel like soup is a meal um, too much. I do like the way it tastes, but I, I kind of want something more substantial and solid whenever I go to have dinner, especially after being hungry all day. But, uh, I told my wife and my brother-in-law that I'd be easygoing, which, you know, I had to throw in a couple of remarks about, uh, how it wasn't my first pick to go, but I ended up seeing on the menu, this ramen called, uh, pizza Supreme, uh, ramen. And they had like ingredients in there that you would put on, a supreme pizza and it turned out being the best ramen of the evening and it was really tasty and it was really good and you know sometimes I don't know if it's just me or if other people have this thing but I think we kind of get into our routines of this is what I like this is what I eat and this is where I go on this night and every time I have been adventurous which is more and more when it comes to food um, in my older years I would say I love trying out new foods and new places because uh, even if you don't like it, you have a story to share with people. Um, but oftentimes you'll find that you do like it. Uh, there's been so many times my wife and I have tried uh, pho. That's P-H-O. I don't know if you've heard of it, um, but it's like a, I believe it's like a either a Vietnamese soup or a Korean soup. I'm going to say Vietnamese. I could be wrong on that. I'm sorry, but that will just give you an excuse to uh, give me some feedback if I'm wrong. But anyway, it's this it's this soup that people love. And my wife loving soup was like, oh, I'm going to be in love with this stuff. And we've tried it from like three or four different places. And we have just not liked it. And people will say, oh, well, it's because you haven't gone to the place that that I go to. So if there's a place in the San Antonio area that you say has the best pho, let us know. We will go and we will try it and we'll let you know what we think. Um, but even with that being said, if we didn't like it, we do have some interesting stories to our reactions to different pho. So my point is go out, try something new, go to a place that you would not think of going. This place called Hot Joy, I think we found it by just going on to Yelp and looking at things in our in our area um, and looked at some of the reviews. Um, worst case scenario, you're out a couple bucks and you just know not to go there again. But we did enjoy it. It was, it was a good dinner. After that, we went to a, um, a dessert place called uh, Steel City Pops. It's basically place where you just go buy ice cream pops and you can put different you have different flavors they have all kinds of flavors they have like um 
buttermilk and uh, lilac, I think, or lavender was a flavor. Uh, they have the traditional like chocolate or vanilla if you want, cookies and cream. There's all different kinds of flavors. And then you can put different uh, coatings on it. Uh, like a chocolate coat or maybe like a they have like a chili chocolate one that's like a spicy chocolate and then different powders so all these different toppings and it was a, a good experience they get to do all that so these are things that my wife and I don't normally do on our own um, not because we're afraid to but sometimes the alternative is just it seems easier to stay at home and relax and enjoy each other's company but it's nice to get out there and try some new things so if you find yourself maybe doing the same thing all the time with you and your family or maybe you by yourself try to mix it up a little bit and go to these different places um, and see what your city has to offer one thing that um, I really like when my brother-in-law comes into town is that uh, he he's a fan of subscribing to our local uh, newspapers and magazines that show events that are happening in our area and he'll often send us messages or posts on Facebook or uh, other ways of showing us hey these events are happening in your area go to it and we almost never do but whenever he comes into town we get to go do it and it's so interesting to see all the things that our city has to offer that we're just not taking advantage of and I think that I wouldn't be too off base if I said that wherever you live if you got online and you maybe googled in let's say you lived in um I don't know, Arizona somewhere. And let's say you lived in, in Phoenix. You can Google in things to do while in Phoenix. Or if you lived in Alabama, uh, things to do in Alabama. I mean, anywhere pretty much where you live, if you Googled that, it would give you a list of touristy things to do. And I would encourage you to do those touristy things. It might seem kind of silly to do because you've lived in this place your whole life. And, you know, there's so many people that I've met from New York that are like, yeah, I've never even gone to the Statue of Liberty before. And, um, you know, here in San Antonio, we have like the Riverwalk and the Alamo. And of course, I've done all those things, but I really don't do them unless I'm going with people who are visiting from out of town. But they're fun things. There's a reason why people travel from other states and other cities to enjoy these things because they're fun. They're interesting. Um, and it's especially interesting when it ha it's right in your backyard. So maybe pick a day out of the month to uh, go and do something touristy. On Tuesday night, we went to the San Antonio Museum of Art because, again, my brother-in-law found out that it was free admission. And um, we went out there, and at this time, they had an exhibit called uh, The Latino List. And what this was is it was a gallery of, I believe, 31 or 32 portraits of Latino Americans. And they were of all different types of professions, um, different types of genders. So they had an astronaut, and he was sharing a story about how you know, when he first um, started learning the language, it was really hard for him to learn English, but he gravitated towards math so much because it was the same in either language. And uh, he really liked that, and that math helped him to parlay it into a job with NASA. And he also said how he applied for NASA six different times. And I believe he, you have to wait three years between each application, or maybe it was two years. Um, and it wasn't until... Oh, wait, I take that back. It wasn't six different times he applied. It was three different times, but he had to wait six years in between each time to apply. And he finally got in on his third submission. And it was interesting to see because, you know, how many of us have applied for a job and we didn't get it and we just never apply for it again? And it might be something that we really were interested in. But he was so passionate about it that 
over the course of 18 years, he kept applying until he became an astronaut for NASA. Uh, there were other stories about uh, people who were immigrants who came over. And um, there was one, I believe he's a uh, justice uh, Supreme Court judge or I don't know, something in the judicial system high up there where uh, his family was coming over. And when they came to the uh, the I forget what they're called, like immigration guards or whatever, they basically told his family that even though they all had their papers, that only the boy could go. So he was just this young boy who came to America on his own and was there for. Uh, I believe it said eight months before his the rest of his family got to come over. And it really taught him a lot about um, being self-sufficient, obviously. But sacrifices that you need to make in order to uh, be successful or achieve your dreams that sometimes we have to sacrifice. I remember now, he wasn't a judge at all. He was actually the head of the AT&T um, mobile division. And I remember <laughs> the reason why I remember that is because as I was reading about sacrifices, I was thinking about like what a sacrifice it is to pay the AT&T bill um, with all the things that they got going on. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Uh, there was a lot of just very inspiring stories. They had uh, actors on there. John Leguizamo was on there. Um, they had uh, they even had Mr. Worldwide himself, Dale Pitbull. And he, they all shared their stories about how being a Latino has helped um, help them be strong or maybe the diversity that they had to get through in order to become successful. And even though I am not Latino, it was still inspiring to see these people, um, the real stories of things that they had gone through and still they were able to see to achieve this level of success. Uh, there was even like an interactive part towards the end where you got to write on a sticky note, uh, maybe a list that you fall on. Since it was called the Latino list, you can figure out where you think you belong, what kind of group you belong to. And a lot of the sticky notes were just people saying, hey, I'm a human. Um, I identify with being on a list of human beings or being lovers. There was one that said, I'm on the, I'm only here for free food list. Uh, it was really interesting to see that, you know, oftentimes, you know, it's portrayed in the media that everything is about race or color. And though those are very serious issues that are happening, a lot of people identify as just simply human beings and they want to be seen that way. They don't want to be limited to just one specific skin color uh, for things that they can and cannot do. So that was a really interesting um exhibit that we got to go to that is something that we wouldn't have ever thought my wife and I have just going to on our own so I was grateful that you know we have this culture in our city that we can go to if we only look out for it so that's what I'm saying to you go online google things to do in your city and go out there and do those things you're going to be amazed at the things that you find you're going to be like wow I never even I mean I've lived in this area for you know I would say going on I guess I can say at least 20 years and um, there's still things that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that that was there. And I've driven all over the town for um, work related stuff. So I feel pretty confident knowing all the tr streets, knowing where everything's at. And I'm still finding new things. And it's cool to be able to have that opportunity to do stuff right in your backyard. Um, another place that we went to for dinner after going to the museum was uh, Mi Tierra, which is basically this uh, popular Mexican restaurant in San Antonio that tourists go to, that when celebrities visit, they go to. 
Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the food isn't the best, but the atmosphere is really cool. They've got lights everywhere. The restaurant is famous because it never closes. It's always open 24 hours. I mean, I guess so is Denny's. But when you see all the stuff that goes on in that restaurant, it's amazing that they can uh, keep the lights on for 24 hours because there's lights everywhere. They have so many different decorations. They have mariachis that go around and they'll play music. So it's really festive. It's really a good time. And it's a great place to take people who um, are not from the area too. So they can see the atmosphere and kind of enjoy all that. So my wife had never been before. So it was nice to kind of see her eyes light up when she looked at all the decorations and everything that was there. So we had a really good time and it was mainly because we went, we pretend to be tourists for a couple days. So do that. Go and become a tourist. Go to places that um, others would go to and don't be afraid of looking like a dork. Like, a, no, no, don't be afraid of looking like a tourist. Just go out there and do it because it's a good time. It'll help you have more pride in the area that you live in probably. And if there's nothing for you to do where you're from um, and you've honestly tried to look, let me know. I'll tell you the places to hit up when you come to San Antonio and uh, you can enjoy your time there. So be a tourist and have a good time. Let's get into our last segment of this week's episode, which is going to be our life hack. Here we go. Life hack, life hack. Life gives you problems, but I got your back with this life hack. Life hack, get your life hack with me. Okay, so I want you to imagine for a moment a time when um, you were just going about your day and somebody sent you a text or they gave you a phone call. And this could be somebody who you hadn't heard from in a while or it can be somebody that you've heard from every single day. And they take the time to tell you that they're grateful for something that you did or that they have um, a fond memory of something that you and them did. I want you to think about that and think about how that made you feel. Have you thought about it? I imagine your answer would be it made you feel good. Um, maybe it brightened up your day. Now, for those of you who that's never happened to you, imagine what it would feel like, how much that would mean to you if somebody actually did that. And... I think that for those who haven't had that experience, it's not because people don't feel that way about you. It's just something about this day and age. People are just afraid to show others that they're appreciative of the things that they do. Uh, maybe it might be embarrassing to them or maybe they might feel like it's it's too lovey-dovey or mushy to do. Um, but my life hack this week is something that uh, I try to do all the time, actually. It's just to let people know that you're thankful for them or to text somebody out of the blue and just let them know that you're thinking about them. I think that uh, all of us, as we go through our days, there's not a time when maybe uh, an old friend or a memory might pop into our head. You know, if it has a time to pop into our head instead of just thinking about it and moving on, why not shoot that person a text and just let them know that, hey, I was just thinking about you. I hope everything's going well for you because something that simple can really uh, affect somebody's day and make it uh, a much happier day for them than maybe it was before. Uh, there's been times that I haven't talked to friends in years and I'll just shoot them a text and say, hey, I was thinking about you. And it'll lead into maybe, you know, a quick little text conversation or something like that, that may not mean that we get reunited and we're best buddies again, but it's just something that feels good and it makes others feel good. So my life hack for you is to uh, think daily about 
whenever somebody pops into your mind to shoot them a text and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. Or if you're appreciative of something that somebody's done, let them know. Don't be afraid to say thank you for doing what you do because it makes people feel good to know that they're appreciated. And it's going to make you become more in the mindset of being thankful for things, which affects your perspective on life. And it, it helps you acknowledge the blessings that you have and the things to be grateful for when you say it out loud to that person. Um, and it makes people want to be around you because people love to be told that they're appreciated. So do that. All right. I challenge you this week, especially because, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up to not let that spirit go with just this day. Come Black Friday, you start trampling people at the stores and kicking babies in the head trying to get the the latest uh, Blu-ray player or something like that. Take the time to actually thank people for something that they've done for you or to let somebody know that you're thinking about them. Uh, Tonight, before I started recording, I received an email from Izuzu. If you guys remember from past episode, he was one of my childhood friends. And uh, over the years, for whatever reason, you know, we just grew apart as childhood friends do. Um, but he he sent me a little email just telling me about how uh, he enjoyed listening to the podcast. You know, he talked about some things that uh, we grew up doing. And uh, it was just something very simple. It was something he didn't have to do. But that email, it at that point, it meant a lot to me that... Uh, that somebody took the time to write me an email and to let me know that they were listening and just kind of remind me that, you know, we had a really good childhood. And so if that made me feel that way, I can only imagine how it would make others feel as well. So take the time to do that. I promise you'll have nothing but benefits that come from it. And that's the life hack that I want to leave with you. Life hack, life hack. Life gives you problems, but I got your back with this life hack, life hack. This is the end of the show, and I just want to tell everybody before we leave, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you get to share it with people that you love, whether it's your family or whether it's friends and you have a little Friendsgiving. Just remember the spirit of it, and that's to be thankful for things. Being thankful is going to change uh, so many perspectives in your life, to think about all the things that we're grateful for and to take the time to really acknowledge those. And I'm glad that we get to have this holiday to remind people of what's important. For those of you who may not have um, family in the area or because of schedules, you may not have friends that you can hang out with and, and have a Thanksgiving dinner. Um, look for opportunities to serve in your community. You know, I know that uh, there's so many uh, people who volunteer around this time of year, but I'm sure there's always places that are willing to accept volunteers to help out. And uh, look for those opportunities. You're probably going to have maybe a more enjoyable experience doing that than you may with your own family or friends. You always got that weird person there that makes things awkward with the things that they say or do. You don't have to worry about that if you're uh, out somewhere volunteering. Maybe everybody's doing weird things, but you know that you're volunteering, so it makes it all okay. So I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, guys and gals and um, animals. Do we have any animals listeners out there? If you do, send me a, um e-meow or a um, tweet. That's an easy one. Or even a caller on a telephone maybe okay i might have been stretching there with the caller one trying to do one for a dog but it was really hard to do uh and plants if any plants are listening let me know or if you don't feel like talking you can just send me a photo synthesis (laughs) i love puns guys i don't know if you know this but i love puns have a great thanksgiving 
And don't forget, I, I haven't said this in a while, I feel like, but uh, sharing episodes on social media, leaving reviews is so important. Subscribe on Google Play. Uh, it'd be Google Play Music. You can search for Mind of Mr. Krizzle. Um, or if you go to Apple Podcasts, you can search Mind of Mr. Krizzle. Hit that subscribe button and leave me reviews. They really help. Um, I haven't seen a new review in a very long time. I'm not saying pity me. I'm just saying leave a review. Okay, get on there, leave a review, let people know what you think about it. You can say horrible things about the podcast as long as you uh, <clears throat> put five stars on there, and that'll be okay. So again, Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful one. Goodbye. <laughs>